Hello, and welcome to another episode of the podcast you never knew you needed, Agony Island. Remember, all submissions come from our listeners and can occasionally be a bit of an adult nature. So if you're easily offended, maybe carry on to a podcast about making jam or something instead. So let's join Stephen and Stefan on another jaunt as they discuss what's happened this week before they set the world to rights for one lucky contributor. Just remember one of them is actually sensible. And Stefan thinks it's him. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to yet another episode of the uh, the number one rated in my house podcast. Well, actually, it's rated by me. I don't know if the rest of the family rated. I'm Stefan Penny. This is Agony Island, and this is... Stephen Ham, hello. Hello, how are you? Oh, I'm all right. Are I'm you? all right. Yeah. I'm a bit yeah. peeved. I'm a bit disgruntled. Tell me more. What's been happening to you? Well, last night I got the late bus home, which I haven't done in years. Right. And... What is it with you in public transport recently? Oh, mate, I tell you. I got the metro, right? The thing was, I went to get on the metro and it was. Um, 22 minutes for the next train. Standard, right, yeah. To go to town. Or uh-huh. I could drive all the long way around to end up at St. James's on a warm train. And I went, I am going to get on the warm train and spend those extra 20 minutes riding on a warm train rather than standing on a freezing cold platform. So I went round the coastal route. Did you really? See, I had, I've never done that before. I do remember seeing that. One of the first times I got mm. the metro into town from Sunderland, yeah. I remember going, oh, I think I need to go to St. James's. And I actually thought to myself, I'm going to have to ride this train all the way around. This is when I was like a kid, so yeah. I was a moron. Yeah. Well, that's and I'm going, I'm, going to have to drive, I'm going to have to go all the way around. Whereas yeah. actually you can just change, you, you know. Uh, it, yeah, it's central. Was, it's central. Was, yeah. yeah, well, I was stood there and it was freezing cold. And I could have changed it, uh, a monument. You could change a monument. I think it's sent off. Oh, a monument. Yeah, it's a monument. monument, yeah. And I was like, do you know what? There's a train coming in one minute that's going to take us all the way around the houses. However, mm. I'll probably be arriving in town at the same time instead of waiting 22 minutes in a freezing cold platform. Yeah. I was like, no, I'll... Uh, mind you, I had my big, my big swishy coat on last night. I felt good. Oh, nice. I love a swishy coat. Oh, Anything like, swishy, I quite do like. Do you know what it is? Honestly, big swishy coat, hands in your pockets. I'm like, come on. Mm. It just reminds me of capes, though. And then yeah. I just think about Edna Maud from The Incredibles. I, no, I don't. No capes. No capes. No capes. Yeah. I tried to buy. That was when I was last allowed to go shopping by myself. Mm. I was trying. <laughs> yeah, but, you should, if you want to buy a cape for general wear, you absolutely shouldn't be allowed to shop I was, for yourself. I think I was like 13 or 14. Oh, right, okay. I mean, the, that's okay. We're all at the breakfast table. And uh, my mum was going, did you have any luck yesterday you getting your stuff? I was going, do you know, you kind of get a cape anyway. <laughs> and my dad just went, sorry? I said, I can't buy a cape anyway. He goes, a cape? I goes, yeah, I was looking for one with like, like a nice red satin lining on the inside. I goes, but you can't buy any. And he just went, you know, I don't go shopping by yourself anymore. He's not to be trusted. A cape with a red lining. Hang on. Did, were you a vampire when you were a teenager? Did you live in Whitby? Was that what it was? Were you Dracula? I mean, at 13, you will have some questionable... Oh, this went at the age of 17 and 18. Oh, fair enough. In fact, Becky, Becky stopped us buying some dodgy stuff. Yeah, I bet she has. 
Anyway, I wanted to ask you, did you yeah. get any drama or like on the on the actual peasant no, wagon? Me, the metro? No, everyone was okay. However, uh-huh. getting the late bus home. So I'd, I was doing a show last night, had really, really, really good fun. Nice show. Um, it was a it was a quiz, um, and it was like a, a little corporate do. It was really good. Everybody was very good fun. The main prizes we were giving away was everybody got like a gin and tonic to take home, but they had a really fancy bottle of gin with some tonic with it. What size was the gin bottle? That, uh, that'll tell me how good about, it was. About, I'd say you got about six shots in it. Six shots of gin, so it was like a. It was right. like a decent little, no, and they were really high-end gins. So, so a shot is 25 mils. Yeah. So it said there was six shots in per bottle. Yeah, so about 150 mils a bottle. Is that about right? Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, and now, now we've done the math, yes. Excuse me. <laughs> I went old Darren Brown there. Got me, got me socks off to count with me tours. Um, yeah, so you got that, but they were really high-end, nice gins. Mm. And everybody was really, really good fun. And they were all up for it, so it was really nice. So I was in a really good mood. I walked to the Haymarket bus station, and I had to wait a little bit. Um, and I said, oh, I felt really bad. Because uh, I went there, uh, there's like a, a late-night shop there, which is like a little mini supermarket one. I can see. I was in Tesco's. I can see the name. It doesn't matter. Now. Yeah, you can, we're not on the BBC anymore. I keep forgetting. Keep forgetting. It's life, like, lifelong of remembering to do this. So I was in Tesco's, and there was a lot of students in, and there was these uh, three Chinese students who were in, and one of them looked the age he was because he pulled his ID. The other two looked really young, mm-hmm. but they were clearly they were all over twenty one and they had ID, but the one who didn't have ID looked really really young but he went i felt so bad for him because the lad behind the till was going i can't i sell you to him because he's with yeah, me yeah you can't and this lad got so embarrassed you know when you say somebody says they really blush with embarrassment the, yeah but it happens yeah but this poor lad i felt so bad for him it's the first time in his just i was like i'll buy you a beer for your lads and i'll bring it out for you oh no that's, i didn't no. i didn't but don't I, you can't do that because that's also illegal. Um, but the thing is, not boring. When we, when I worked in, who used when to I buy the booze for you when you were a kid? Um, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, here we go. So when I was a kid, right? When I was a kid, because I was in, when I was in school, oh. um, I had a friend who looked a lot older. Yeah. Um. And she used to just go and buy booze. And that's what she used to do. And she was friends with me. I never used to do anything particularly exciting. I was quite a good kid. I never went to parks and drink. I never did drugs. I never did anything, really. I used to stay home and play video games. I bet you I in your jumba. What, the one I'm wearing right now? Whoa. Or just in general? No, just in general when you went to school. Oh, no, me mum ironed me jumba. Like, um... Never. You know, my mum looked after me. Oh, don't you, don't you try shit at my mum. Do not try shit at my mum. She will, she, my mum's from mm. Walker, she'll do you. Oh, right. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure she would. For this shit she's from Walker. Walker. Jesus Christ. Um, but no, 
No, we didn't really do... So we never did anything really naughty. So I never smoked anything like that. Um, and I think there was a mm. lot of pressure because everyone in my school was sort of like drinking and stuff like that yeah. at quite a young age, right? At like yeah. 13, 14, 15. Yeah. And I think when I was about 16, what um, my friend was like, oh, let's go and... Um, let's go and get some booze and we'll drink it at my house because we mum yeah. and dad aren't around so we'll drink it at my house mm. and so she goes off and she comes back with two bottles of Lamborghini my nice. first alcohol that I decided to get drunk with being Lamborghini and then um <laughs> and I was like right this is appalling it was absolutely disgusting it was like the worst thing I've ever tasted yeah. Lamborghini's horrible Alcohol tastes absolutely minging to start with, especially when you were like a teenager and you've yeah. got a, quite a sweet palate. And mm. so you're there just going, oh, what is this? This is like poison. It's vile. Mm. And so every drink I was taking from this bottle, I had to get, I had a bag of skips with us and I had to keep like having a, a little skip every time I was having it just to take the t um, taste away of this Lambrini. And then I got quite drunk on this and we're sort of watching MTV and stuff like that. We didn't mm. do anything massively rowdy. Apart from my friend then went, you know what? I want to buy a hamster. And I went, do you want to what? Buy a hamster? I want to buy a hamster. And I was like, why? Yeah. And she was like, I, I want a hamster. I've got, and then she got a penny jar out, a jar of pennies and 10 pences that she'd clearly been like saving Sim, for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Emptied all that out on the floor. Mm. Um, it must have been our 15, 16. We counted all this out. Okay. And then we went to uh, pets at home, yeah. trying not to look drunk. Yeah. Right. So long before my late teens and early 20s, when you try not to look too drunk so you can get into clubs, I spent one day in my teenage years trying not to look drunk to get into pets at home. I think it was good training for when I started going out properly on a night out. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, we get to pets at home and um, she picks a cage, she picks a hamster and um, the bedding and everything and we go to the till. And there she is, counting out all this money. And um, surprise, surprise, two drunken teenagers were not able to count out the right amount of money in her living room. So thankfully, we weren't able to buy the hamster. So yeah, the 90s were wild. Um, I wouldn't advise anyone get drunk in their teenage years or binge drink drink responsibly folks that was me when i was a stupid teenager long before i became a doctor i'm just sharing my story so you don't do the same that was my first experience of being drunk wandering around the streets of sunderland trying to buy a hamster mm. while drunk on lambrini and skips. I think we've we've had very different lives <laughs> i think one of my my first experiences was was really bad was uh, we went to the one of, one of the parks and everybody got a bit drunk. Or which one? Tell me which one. Uh, it was not the one that too far from me, mum and dad. It was actually it was a oh, big right, park okay. at the back of ours, and uh, somebody had built a death slide where you climbed up mm. a tree, and it was tight to some swings, and there was a death slide on a rope. And um, what you do was to make it safer, they had like a trail line, and. Um, there was a kid, Carl Paul, who nobody liked. And when he went on the death slide, they stopped him halfway through. So mm -hmm. he was like dangling in the air. It was like he was going to hurt himself if he dropped. And he couldn't get down. And uh, somebody built a fire in him. You what? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Your face says it all. I, I mean, it wasn't me. I was just, I was sat on the bench having some cider. And, Tell uh, me, you're from Walker. 
without telling I me wasn't you're from, from Walker. Walker. I was from Killing. Oh, right. I was actually I was from Westmore, and my mates were all from Killowath. Right. And uh, they did that. Yeah, he had to climb up the rope and climb back down the tree eventually. When he was going, my shoes are melting. <laughs> He's dead now. Um, yeah, yeah. He's but, dead uh, now? Jesus Christ, this story's taken a bit of a turn, hasn't it? Um, not through that. Oh, good, good. So he didn't die from being set on fire. Jesus Christ, being a teenager was shit. Oh, no, you're gonna, you don't have to edit this out. Do you know, look, I'm, I'm at the age now where a lot of people I went to school with are dead. It's horrible to see. Nice. 16 people I went to school with are dead now. How many well, people out of your school who you went to school with have caught it? I don't know, actually, because I don't really speak to anyone from school because I didn't have a particularly good time at school because, you know, it was just me on my own playing video games and occasionally hanging out with that lass who used to, like, getting pissed on Lamborghini. Facebook's just like mortality guess who when you get to my age. Doesn't sound like the type of game I want to play Christmas with the family. No, anyway, getting back to the late bus, right. So, I get on the late bus, right, and there's this, uh, <laughs> A, D, H, D, A, D, H, D. Right, so we get on the bus, right, and there's this bloke gets on. He's probably about the same age as me, right? And he's quite a short little fella. And he gets mm. on the bus, and he starts nattering away. And I'm thinking, oh, he's on a phone call. After five minutes, I realise he hasn't got a headphone in. Nice. He's just talking to himself. Right. right. So I'm like, okay then, you know. Mm-hmm. We've all got our different, you know, crosses to bear. Mm-hmm. But then I realised he's sitting slagging everybody on the bus. Mm. Right? And I had two bags of shopping with us, because I'd been in that little supermarket, because I'm doing a, a baked yeah. potatoes with sour cream for tea tonight. Nice. Along with some um, sandwich steaks. Right. Green beans. Asparagus tips and a little bit of broccoli. That's a good tea. That's a uh, tea. Yeah, that is that is a good tea for us Northerners. That's dinner for the rest of the proper world. Proper dinner, proper dinner. Um, mm-hmm. And I've got uh, I've got some I've got to listen because I've got a delivery coming. I got paid last night, so I've got some shopping being delivered. Because I don't know. Oh, right, okay. So uh, I've got some some soda, some pop being delivered, and I've got some brioche buns because me and Mrs. Leeds. Right, it. you've got distracted by food. Oh, have yeah. Do you want to get back to your story? I've got things to do. So I, well, no, it's just shopping. So I had this shopping with us, right? Mm. And I had it sitting on the seat because there was nobody hardly there. And I was sat on the back seat of the bus. The seat mm-hmm. sitting opposite you. So I put my bags on there, right? Right, right. Well, the bus driver, as as I messaged you last night, was going, he, he was a little bit uh, keen to finish his route. Well, it's not usually that he's just keen to finish and get home. It's more... He's got a really strict timetable he needs to keep to, and he's probably trying to catch up on time. Because they don't get paid any extra for staying late. Mate, this was the last bus home. I made it home from Newcastle in 20 minutes. Right, okay. Even when I'm driving like a lunatic, I can't get that fast. Right. He was taking corners where I was literally having... I'm, I'm a heavyweight. I do not move that easily. Mm. I was having to hold on to stuff. Right. I, I do find, though getting the bus yeah. um, it's really good for your core because you've got to you know 
Like if you if you haven't got the bu- a bus for a while, you can be all over the place, like falling all over. But I'm telling you, after you've been getting the bus for a couple of weeks, you can literally yeah. just sit there. Yeah. And the guy could be on two wheels going round a corner, mm. and you'll not move because you, your core has yeah. had such a good workout. You do, you do, you yeah. do have a, you do have a good point there. But this bloke, anyway, me shopping spilled, right? Mm. Because the way the guy was driving, hit, and this bloke just turned, looked, and just went, "Wanga!" I laughed, mate, and I was like, "Oh!" And I was like, "He's just laughed at oh, me, man. laughed at me shopping." And I love. I love how in this situation you're probably just going, there's a guy there ranting to himself yeah. and just being a weirdo. Yeah. And me, I'm more like, mm, that man doesn't sound very well. I worry a bit about his mental health there. No, because I was so, being nice about that. Because I was saying, you know, you don't, I was doing that whole thing of you don't know what his life's like. You don't know how to take a walking shoe. Maybe he's had a couple of drinks too many. Well, I'll be in there. Maybe he's mm. commenting on his life as he goes by. Mm-hmm. But after he calls a wanger, all bets were off. I mean, if you're really worried about this guy... You know, if he doesn't seem very well, you could have called the police or you could have called a crisis team or you could have called an ambulance, you know, to help him. What did you do? I give him a hard stare. That's a very British way of dealing with things, but, isn't it? But here's the thing. Who do I look like at the minute? Oh, Santa. Yeah. yeah. So I stared at him and I just looked like, that's why I sent you that picture of that hedgehog. That's what I look like. Oh, right. really oh just, yeah, 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 yeah. I was wondering what you were sending that for. Honestly, some I just just ignore it sometimes. Oh, bless him. I you just laughed at us, mate. You're gonna have to be careful. You've told us a couple of stories now about you getting abuse on public transport. You're a giant shit magnet for public transport. Did I ever tell you how I dealt with all them teenagers on the metro years ago? No. Oh, great. So they used to get the metro to work every morning. Right? Mm. Lived in Fenham. And then mm-hmm. I lived on the quayside, and I used to work mm-hmm. at Palm as well. So I used to get the metro to work every day, right? This is when I was living in Fenham. And uh, a single bloke, and there was a girl who I used to call the girl from Mars, because she always had Ash playing on her headphones. Um, okay. There was a band called Ash who had a song called The Girl from Mars, right? It was a really good right. song. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she always used to have that band playing and she had a badge which said Ash I was like oh she's the girl from Mars and you know when you see people every day on the same transport seat you know oh yeah and, you kind of create stories for yeah, them don't yeah, you yeah you kind of go oh I bet you work in finance and you go to Creamfields every year or, and you have two well, kids this is it we'd exchange a couple of words a little bit flirtatious you know little that and I was looking I was on the metro right and there was Hardly anybody on the carriage. And then all of a sudden, all these South Gosfav kids got on. Mm-hmm. And I had my headphones on, but I could hear them. As I've said, previous tip here, ladies and gentlemen, I had my headphones on, but I didn't have my music that loud. Because it was my mm-hmm. little yellow sponge Sony Walkman headphones I had on. So it's mm-hmm. it was a cassette, cassette tape that I had. And uh, these kids got on, and they were really making their mouths go, and I had a double seat to myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm sat there, and they're like, oh, look at him. <laughs> and all I did was I couldn't be asked because I'd had so many days and weeks of hearing them, and I couldn't mm-hmm. see anybody nearby. And I just went, Sharky and George. And then I licked the window, and uh, the owl just went, just to like, scare them. And they're like, oh, he's a mental, he's crazy, get away, right? And then all moved away from us. Well, mm-hmm. This was the 1990s, you could say that. Um, 
and nice. I'm not. I'm not saying it's PC now, but I'm saying then it's never been PC. But okay, know, this is Carry a group on. of teenagers. This is a group of uh-huh. teenagers, right? And uh, they all moved away from us, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah I've won." And then I looked up, and I saw the girl from Mars who just looked at us like, "Good, he's just licked the metro window." Yeah, that's my main I concern. Taste horrible. Oh, me. you dirty Men, Many an occasion I've managed to defuse a terrible situation by licking something. Um, <laughs> don't, don't, I just realised I just set you up for the ultimate punchline there. No, what you I and I, 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 I don't want to be seen in public again with you if you're no. going to start licking things. I was once like... doing a show and there was this bald bloke, right, who was really kicking off and causing a fight. Right? He was mm-hmm. really coming up and he came up to cause a fight was he walked right up the stage and he was bald, and all I did was grab his ears and went on the top of his head. I went, it's like a giant peanut. But you don't know where that man's head's been. I did, because he had oh. aftershave on it. He had Aramis on it. It tasted awful. I, 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 still, you don't know where it's been. It some, was a long time ago. He might have been on the metro on the way there or whatever else, and someone might have sneezed on his head. Uh, and well, I know someone that now. sneezed on that metro window. Or I was on a bus once, yeah. right? When, again, when, I was coming back from college when I was a teenager, right? Mm-hmm. And there was some lad getting wanked off at the back of the bus by what this lad. I turned round and there's just knob. And I'm like, no, I don't mm-hmm. need that. If that had happened, there might have been someone's... Um, um, oh, what can I call it? His arrive or ejaculate? He then might have arrived on that window and then you have licked oh, his arrive. Man, you know, there are people, there are people now who are going, what was your bus route? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was bad. Was was bad. Was this? <laughs> Honestly, th- hence, uh, hence I was really careful. I would never yeah. touch the back of like seats no. in buses anymore because I'm just like, you, it could be Would like... you sit on the back seat of the bus? Where, where do you sit on the bus when you get on the bus? Oh, I don't sit on the back seat of a bus. I used to when I was younger, like Oof. if I was on the way to college and stuff with yeah. that group of people. But now I just, I just sit elsewhere. But I haven't got a bus in such a long time. The only time I ever get buses is sometimes when I'm in London. Yeah. Um, but I tend to just stand. I don't yeah. even like sitting down. But I avoid, I avoid touching the backs of chairs and stuff because all I can think is maybe somebody has arrived yeah. all over the back of this chair. Mm. And I've, there's always really bizarre graffiti on there. Once mm. I saw somebody, some graffiti on there, which was free Peter Sutcliffe. He's innocent. And I'm like, what? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> is, that, is that some sort of like, is that meant to be comedy? <laughs> Oh. oh, British humour. British humour is a marvellous thing. I think mm. this is a good point to get on to today's problem because today's problem is a beauty. Mm. Oh, go on then. Um, <laughs> this has come from Angela, who's asked us to name her. However, I am not naming her work colleague. Um, this problem, by the way, has been given to me in vocal form by Angela. She works in an open plan office. The kitchen is only so big, so people have to take their breaks in shifts. And she goes, you're kind of allotted with each section where you work gets the break at the same time. And there is somebody who works next to her who she says is lovely, lovely lady. However, she hums when she eats. She, can you give us the noise? <laughs> She says it sounds like she's sucking in air at the same time as going as she eats, right? And I said, what do you mean? And she went like this. <laughs> 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 
That sounds like a motorbike she was. Imagine that, but having soup. Is there a diplomatic way to say to somebody, are you aware that you're home when you eat? And it sounds really horrible. So, the poor, the poor woman. It's a great one, isn't it? It's a great one. Is, is, are we sure she's humming? If she's... Sure she's humming. If she, no, but if she's having soup, is she not blowing on the soup before oh, she's food, eating what it? Whatever food. I did, I did ask Phil, I said, whatever food. She goes, she had a salad the other day, and it sounded like feeding time at the zoo. Right. She might just be a noisy eater. <laughs> and, or maybe, maybe she's just really enjoying what she's eating. <laughs> Well, she asked me, she asked me, she was, so what would you tell me to do now? I said, now? I was, uh, I think you should go home and sleep it off. Uh, she, she, was, she, was, she was quite, she was quite agitated. And uh, right. a fella who was with her at the time just said, he goes, oh, she's been going on about this for ages. Well, honestly, on the whole scale of things, I don't think it's that much of a problem. But, but, all right. <laughs> It, it is quite funny. I, you know what? Have you ever seen people who really like their food who do like little weird things? So they'll like, like they'll do I stuff really with me food. Yeah, so, or like if you're really enjoying your meals, I'll see like some people will start like their feet will start moving around themselves and stuff. They'll do <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like people can do that, and I think that's just a tick of hers. Yeah. And there, there's a couple of ways that I would say that you could deal with this. Number one, you could just be really antisocial and you yeah. can just start putting headphones in and listening to podcasts. Yeah. Maybe hours. Yeah. At, um, at lunchtime. Humla, humla, and, humla. Then, and then you don't have to listen to somebody um, making a lot of noise when they eat. Um, or, or <laughs> you could actually just go to a, oh, you're a noisy eater, aren't you? God, I've noticed mm. that. Um it's just like, a, it's a passing comment, yeah. you know, not too passive-aggressive, but it is still a little passive-aggressive, mm. but just like, oh, yeah, I've always noticed you're quite a noisy eater. Have you always been like that? You know, just in like mm. bringing up conversation. And if you bring attention to it, they might then start trying to reduce. What would you do? What would your, what well, would your suggestion be? At the time, be? when I was asked on the spot, I said, have you got like a paper shredder in your office? And she went, no, there's one nearby, though. I goes, just take a road to it, knock it on and go, that's you with soup. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's hard, though, isn't it? Because in the world of work, <laughs> in the world Sometimes of work. Sometimes you're just going to rip that plaster off. <laughs> um, with that one, you could always end up in HR as well, and you could lose your job, which actually would solve your problem, because then you won't be around for at lunch times. I have another story of when I used to hum when I was at work. And oh. I'm not talking about smelling. Different type of hum. Yeah, that's a different type of hum. That that disappeared when I learned to bathe properly in my teenage years. Oh, that's um, true. Let me know when you've learned. <laughs> um, I, I once worked in this pharmacy, right? This was before I became a pharmacist. Mm. And it was when I was working, like, doing experience in um, in a pharmacy. And it was the most regimented place I'd ever worked in in my life. No one was allowed to speak in the dispensary where drugs were being, like, um, mm. you know, dispensed. Mm. And um, it had to be silent because it's, you know, it's a very it's a very delicate job, they kept saying. Mm. And I'm going, wow, this is really, really boring. And I 
I, I can't deal with like how tense this is. And so I occasionally used to hum to myself when I was like getting out yeah. or like sing to myself when I was getting out um, some of the medications and like putting the labels on and everything. And um, the pharmacist, the manager as well, pulled me to one side and were like, you need to stop um, singing in, in the pharmacy. And I'm like, what, is it that bad? And I just, just yeah. awful. And they're like, no, we need absolute silence so we can oh. concentrate. Oh. And I was just like, right i quit and i and i and i just down tools and i quit there and then because yeah. i was like i can't work in an environment where you're just not even allowed to speak that's it horrible was, absolutely it was awful but i learned a lot from it because then when i became a pharmacist mm. and i with my dispensary from then that was not the case like people were allowed to talk as long as mm. it wasn't impacting on their work and things like that because mm. If you're bored, you're more likely to make mistakes mm. than if yeah. you're actually doing your job. But me, whenever I'm working, I have music on in the background. I work better with music on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, considering you usually work in radio, I'm glad there is some music when you're at work. That's what you're meant to do. Like, if I'm in a workshop doing some woodwork or something like that, or doing mm. some crafts, I oh, always God, have music yeah. on. If I'm writing, if I'm writing... Yeah, you occasionally bore groups. me with your craft work, yeah. Oh, mm. I love that. Ooh, can I go wrong with a bit of craft work? Oh, you, you can when you're telling me about it. Tour de France, Tour de France. I was a, you are I was, right. I was a song by Kraftwerk. And again, no idea Never what you're talking about. Well, no. You're German. Oh, good. Honestly. You would love it. Why? Why? Why do I'm you think I'm going to make a playlist for you to send over. <laughs> oh, please don't. I'm not interested. I'm really not. I can't. I can't with you. I just can't. It is. It's great. It's mm -hmm. great. Right. So I, I'm, I think we've given a, a decent bit of advice there. Yeah, we gave some good advice at the beginning, but then we kind of sidetracked quite a bit into talking about ourselves again. It's like what we usually do. Um, how about you guys that are listening? What do you think? What advice would you give? You can send it in on... Um, agonypod at gmail.com. Agonypod at gmail.com. That, that, right. that, that was well done. How about that? It is. I'm practicing using my radio voice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Doing the radio this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are. Doing the 80s so. and 90s show. Gillian. Oh, I love a bit of 90s. Yeah. I was a 90s kid, wasn't I? So, hey, you know. uh, here's a song from 1987. We've got your memories. What's your memories on the song? And uh, Brian remembers that was the year that his dad passed and he was at the funeral, but he always liked to hear um, Living in a Box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stuff like that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, speak. Speaking of, um, yeah, lovely, lovely. What, what, what would your song be at a funeral? I've always had this daft idea of having a from Bugsy Malone. You know, we could have been anything that we wanted to be. Boom, 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 boom. That's what makes it so sad. That one. No, you've never again, seen Bugsy Malone again. You keep t you keep saying stuff to me that I have no idea what no, you're talking never seen about. Bugsy Malone. No, I've never seen it. No. Oh. See, you I think you do more TV watching and I do more gaming. What would your funeral tell me? Oh, I don't know. It'd have to be something absolutely ridiculous, like, you know, something absolutely you know, like the ketchup song or just a little bit. Yeah, it's something just completely, completely bonkers that mm -hmm. shouldn't be there. It'd be something that's just like, yeah. Or like um 
like bye 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 by NSYNC or something like that. Just something completely stupid. And it was like the impossible dream from the man of La Mancha. Mm. Oh, oh, oh what what I would love to do is I'd love to like pre-record something really stupid. Yeah. So like um when people were coming into the um when people were coming into the Ooh. crematorium, because I want to be burned. Yeah. Um when they're coming in, I'd just like I want someone to play it through the speakers. So like I'll go, Hi Stefan. So like you come in and it's literally my voice coming out uh, yeah. saying hi. Yeah, that would creep me out. But I do have I do have a I do have something I've given to my best friend, or one of mm. our oldest friends. I've turned around to her and I said, I've given a list of people who have wronged me in my life. <laughs> and, um, um, <laughs> and he needs to have half of my ashes. All right. So half of them can go to loved ones or anyone who gives Oof. a toss. Mm. Um, and then he's going to have half of the ashes and he's going to get little, little bottles, mm. little um, containers, little jam jars mm. and put bits of my ashes in there and he's then going to run up to my enemies and go steven says hello and like um and throw my ashes in their face um so that's going to be my... about licking a metro window <laughs> and well... you're, you're basically hiding your dead body in people's faces <laughs> get ready for a drive-by steven in guys do you know how no betty's the one for me when i was a kid i said yeah. there's three things i want to do i want to be um, stand comedian, mm. professional wrestler, right. astronaut, right? Right, so you've not achieved any of those. Oh, that was, if you were counting, ladies and gentlemen, that was Stephen's What a Bitch segment of the show. Um, I, oh, we didn't get a jingle for that. Oh, what a bitch. Oh. You, 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 you need, you need a, um, one of them uh, buttons just to press. Um, he's a bitch. He's a lover. He's a... That's Meredith Brooks, isn't it? It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's just said, well, I know you're never going to get a chance to do astronauts. When you die, you will put your ashes in the rocket and find mm. this guy. And then nice. you've done all of it. And I was like, oh, do you know when you get your ashes off somebody? You don't know whose it is. You don't know whose it is. They don't separate mm. your ashes though. You just get they just go how big were they? How you that much in? I think you've been reading too many of those conspiracy theory books. No, what they do is they just separate out the ashes mm. for that day. Right. They don't, they don't they go, oh, there we go. That's them past. There's their ashes. Oh, that's no good, because you can get your ashes turned into diamonds and stuff, yeah. can't you? So, yeah, so you, you know, you think then... you've got your Auntie Julie, but it turns out to be some colloquial, you know, chick dogs. So there you are, thinking you've had your auntie or your mum turn into jewellery for, I don't know, your belly button piece and or your Prince Albert or something. Oh, but then all along, you've just got random members of the town slapped in there. Oh, no. Either that, or I've said to give us, like, a vacant funeral in Killy Lake. Mm. You know, where they put you in a boat and take your legs. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'm sure I've had a story that somebody did that once, but the fire brigade kept coming along. Or the coast guard kept coming and putting it out. So they well, you've got to you got to do it really carefully because if not, you're just getting burned body washed up on the beach. Oh right, and somebody did a little wow. bit Oh well, that wouldn't bother me too much because you well, know, Freddy the like, dolphin. What Freddy the dolphin? What are you talking about? Do you know about Freddy the dolphin? Who's Freddy the Dolphin? Is that a person with a nickname no, of Freddy, Freddy the, the Dolphin? Freddy the Dolphin was a dolphin who lived in Dingle Bay and got touched up by some bloke and got caught for it. You never heard about the bloke who touched up Freddy the Dolphin and got prosecuted for it? I don't I don't need to know, honestly. This, you know what? <laughs> 
I don't need to know, honestly. My life is full of trauma to start with. I don't need to I don't need to bring in other people. Do you know what there's, there's people at a certain age who are listening to this going, Aye, Freddie the Dolphin. <laughs> he was getting towed yeah. through the water by holding onto a dolphin's penis. The dirty bastard. <laughs> The dirty, dirty bastard. Do you know that bloke who punched a horse at the Newcastle game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I was so in med school when that happened. Yeah. I, did, I did a gig a couple of years later, right? Mm. In this, I recognised the bloke. <laughs> and it was him and his missus in the pub, right? Doing a comedy gig. And um, where the hell was this comedy gig? Wolf. Like, Oh, Wolf. okay. And uh, we all sat there, and I'm going, nah. You know, when you look at somebody, you're going, I know them from somewhere, I know them from somewhere. And then he lifted his paint up to his face, and I was like, that bit was covered. And I just went, you're the bloke who punched the horse. And he went, oh, man, and put his paint down and walked out. And his wife followed him. <laughs> then she came back in, she goes, we don't even live here, but we've been drinking here. You've ruined it now, haven't you? And I was like, your lad punched a horse? Yeah, yeah. He said he was. He said he'd been to the dentist. That's why he was wearing a mask. Yeah, really, really put Newcastle on the map. That didn't it? <laughs> it's that picture of the broke squared off, but he's like probably like, how are fist well, with the horse? When I was when I was at medical school, I used to read the Northeast News, right? Yeah. And I do remember <laughs> there used to be some absolute nonsense in there, but that was one of the big ones because that did hit national news. That did. But they used to. Nothing used to happen like in that news. It's like they didn't have reporters up here because one of the news stories was Seagull steals pasties. And I was like, yeah, like, why is that in the BBC news? Honestly, mate, have you ever, have you ever been attacked by a seagull? Um, no, I haven't. Have you ever seen the inside of a seagull's mouth? Well, I don't like eating outside. And yeah. so this will probably why I, if I would buy any food, it gets... Yeah. It gets put in a bag and I take it home and or to my car and I eat in Sorry. private. And that could either mean that I like to eat on my own away from a social people, issue problem. Or I eat like a pig, you know. Do so. you home? <laughs> and the pig's head <laughs> swallows its tail. I'd, not when I'm eating, I don't. Oh, no. Hey. no. Hey. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another <laughs> problem. Another Becky's questions. This week's problem. Is it okay to ask boyfriends or girlfriends to be on the edge of family photos so that they can be cropped out at a later date if the relationship fails? Well, I'm actually going to uh, come back on this one. Oh, yeah. Not even on. just standing on the edge to be edited out the photos. Right. It's when you get asked to take the picture so you're not in it. Oh, that's a good idea. No, it's not. I found out about that and I was like, I always take photos of people. Mm. And you just say, well, could you, do you mind taking the photo for us? Then you're not in the picture. Mm. Well, see, my now, my now brother-in-law, mm. I did this too, right? And he was so pissed off for like a long time mm. afterwards. And, um, and apparently I was just a bitch. Imagine that. <laughs> it's a regular feature of each week's show. But honestly, I don't I don't have a filter sometimes. I just don't. Mm. And the whole thing came out of my mouth where I turned around and I mm. said, because we're taking a family photo, right, at Christmas, and he yeah. had just started dating my sister, and they hadn't been going out that long, maybe about maybe a year, something like that. Yeah, still in the danger zone. 
I still, yeah, exactly. And I turned around and I said, you get on the end of the picture there. You get on the end. You get on the end in case we ever need to clock you out at a later date. No, you didn't say that a bit loud, did you? Yeah, of course I did. I said it out loud. You know what I'm like. You do this podcast with me every week. <gasps> and he was so offended. I wonder why. That shit you hold against somebody for the rest of their life. Yeah, I'm not sure he's all for it. I think I've said worse to him over the years, to be fair. Do you know what? There's things I see, and you sit there, look, it's shocked and offended, right? And then you come out like that, and you look, you're, you're, do you know what, right? Your poker tell, your poker tell, my friend, is when you're mm. really happy with yourself, you smooth your eyebrows, and you've just <laughs> done it. You've just done it. You're really proud of yourself, you Disney villain, yes. And then I said, oh, we're going to crop you out of the photo. Oh, we never had to. They got married and had kids. That's not the point. You didn't know at that point. You could have messed with their relationship. That, that's shocking. Shame on you. If he can put up with my sister, he can deal with the odd, odd social difficulties with me. It is, it's not a, that's not a social difficulty. That is a direct insult. It's a direct attack. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, but no, I don't do it on purpose. It's just... Because I, I think of these things and I go, socially, that's acceptable to do. And people do that. I'm sure people do that anyway. And so I'm just saying it out loud. I'm, I'm, I'm vigorously, ladies and gentlemen, you can't hear this, but I am vigorously shaking my head, looking mm. in disgust at Stephen Ham. I mm-hmm. throw this out to the listeners. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what we're going to do. We are going to do this as a poll on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you want, or on X, if you want to follow us on X, yeah, but um, you never do it. You, you keep saying you've got to do polls, and then you I'm don't no, do polls. No, because I've, I've enabled polls now, you see. Yep, that sounds wrong. I know, it does, but it's all right. Just leave it. Sounds like something I'd be getting up to at a weekend. Hey! Oh, for God's sake, that's something else I'm going to have to edit out. I'm sick of doing these innuendos. No, you don't have to edit out. You particularly like men from Poland. Um, hey! He's got a tape. Uh, Poland. Um, yeah, yeah, that's just that's just a gay nightclub I go to. Oh, Jerry, go on. Hey, he's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Try the veal. But there was in Leeds. There used to always be some funny like um, names, and there was one called the Cockpit, and yeah. I was just like, that, that can't actually be the name of a place. One but of the derbies was. was called Freddy's. And I had a big picture of Freddie Mercury um, oh, from that's, Queen. That's quite nice, though. I like it was, that. But all the windows were painted black. Right. So you couldn't see in or see out. That's not that unusual for gay bars and clubs. And plus, it's to protect the people going sometimes. It had the best soundtrack coming out there. It's, fun, it's funny, though, because one, one place, there's a couple of venues I've been to where you go, this is a cracking night out. I've just mm. had one of the best nights possible. And sometimes it's the most unlikely pubs where you go, yeah, remember this place? And people go, you, you used to drink in there. You walked mm. in there. Because the Broken Doll in Newcastle used to be one of those. Where... Is, there, is there somewhere caught that people used to call the Spit and Vomit? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's something Comet. I yeah. can't remember what it the was spit called. And vomit. Like... Yeah, there's a Spit and Vomit. Yeah. It, was, um... it was Dog and Parrot. Yeah, Dog and Parrot. Yeah. The, the landlord of the Dog and Parrot got done. Um, because what he used to have was he had the cellars below. Yeah. And there was a little glass window where you could look through. Right. Through floor, right. And they had a sign just above it. And what he'd do is go, have you read the sign? And people would go over and read the sign. And he would go down below and look up and see if it's good. 
Ah, oh, the dirty bastard. It's not okay. It's not okay. That's yeah, but that's that was a that was one of the jokes he did. He was like, "It's hilarious," and they're like, "No." No, a lot of a lot of Newcastle lasses didn't wear knickers either when they go out, do they? You know, so I'm sorry, that is you being prejudicial, pre prejudicial, right? Oh, and no, it, it's coats you're thinking of. They don't wear coats. <laughs> e that man, I tell you. Well, how did I? How did the first vagina I see be on a night out because some lass was like, you know, spinning round a pole with me knickers on, and I'm like, well, you've been, I don't going, need you've to been be going that. to the bars where it costs twelve pound a drink. Honestly, it was no, <laughs> it wasn't a strip club. It was just, it was just a normal night in Sunderland, and I'm just like, well, exactly, my... exactly. It wasn't Newcastle. It was Sunderland. Yeah, but hey, man, Newcastle. Do you not see the, the lasses in Sunderland have got them scrunchies? Different colours means different things. That's not true. It is. It is. Nobody yeah. wears scrunchies If you anymore. wear scrunchies, if you wear a green scrunchie, it means you've killed someone. No, no, nobody. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> like, honestly, these these rumours are not true. Anyway, I, if you go out with Stephen for the night and he asks you to take you to the camera or step to the side, he doesn't think you've got much chance of seeing in that social group for much longer. Well, he survived. He managed. You I'm know, just this... in the first photo we took, you got you've got a picture of me, and then you got us to step the side so you can see the BBC logo. What was that about, eh? Eh? You take up a lot of space. What can I say? Oh! And on that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and on that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to leave it there before somebody starts writing checks their mouth can't cash. Nice. Um, bye. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Honestly, thank you. And you've made it this far. So I'm going to reward you with some outtakes, things that I couldn't quite leave in the episode, but they're still quite funny, so I've popped them on the end for you. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell someone about it. Share the podcast if you can. Help us keep it going. Thanks again, and goodbye. Until next week. Ladies, it's, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a full episode. We hope you've enjoyed this. But now the sun is setting, the tide is going out. Stephen, anything to add? No, honestly, this is going to be a hard episode. Ladies and gentlemen, there's been no structure. It's a nightmare. I like it. No, there has. There's been, oh God, there's been structure. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm gonna have to start writing a script for you. Honestly. Um, this has been one of the best episodes ever because I'll tell you what, it's flowed. It's flowed this one. That, no, it hasn't. It's flawed, so, but it flows. This is flawed like a man's piss dream after sex. That's what this is flawed like. Right, okay. And on, and on all, that, ladies and gentlemen. All if, over the place. You know, you know, when, you know, when men, after they've had sex or they've ejaculated, your pee goes in all directions. I think you need to say a doctor. You know what? I was about to make a really obvious fat joke, but I, uh, but Glad I, Glad you didn't. Because Glad I, you didn't. I, I've always promised myself that I never would. Do you want to hear? No, well, you... do a fat joke. Do a fat <laughs> joke. No, it was basically like uh, you're going to have a lot of ashes. Are you sure there's going to be enough thrust to get it into space? No. So what? What, what are you doing this weekend? Anything good? Um.
no, not really. I do need to get myself back to the gym. I still haven't been able to motivate myself yet. Mm. I think it's that it's that time of year where my mental health starts to plummet off a cliff, and so I've got very little motivation, and yeah. I just need to I just need to get on with it. So well, you yeah. should do. You I'm should sure. have um. You know how some people get like uh, clothes. Which they have yeah, clothes. Clothes. I've heard of clothes. No, yeah. no. Wait, I'm finished, man. They get clothes where it's aspirational. If I lose enough weight, I'll look good in this. Aspirational right? when I'm at the gym. Well, no. I think what we should do is we should get you like a little mesh top, right? mm. a size too small for you, right? With abolitious, abolitious written on the back, right? Just for you. Well, you've clearly not seen my mesh tops because mesh tops you can't put anything on the back of because the gaps are too big. So, but maybe we don't talk about me gaps being too big. You've been listening to Agony Island. The show will return next week, but always feel free to dive into past episodes. Like and subscribe and tell your friends what you're missing out on. If you want, you can send your problems or any other correspondence to agonypod at gmail.com. Maybe they can witter on about your email next time.